0: Good morning, ladies and gentlemen. Welcome to another episode of Behind the Business Book. Since today is going to be the last episode for season one, I thought it would be appropriate to talk to you about the common fears that I've found or even experienced myself that keep authors from moving forward with their book. While there are plenty of them, i want to talk about the the most common in the hopes that if you're experiencing this, that the tips and and tricks that we talk about here today can help you overcome those those fears, those blocks that keep you from moving forward. The easiest fear and probably the, the least important fear that plenty of my authors and, and uh, people that I coach have is is that they're worried that they're writing their book for for their ego for for vanity's sake. And I tell them that that's actually not only is it a normal thing but it's a good thing. I believe that, A book project should have some ego in it. The reason being that if you are pouring yourself into a creative endeavor, and your ego is not in it, then that means that it doesn't really matter how it turns out. You're not truly invested in the project. If on the other hand you have some ego, which is to say that you have some pride in the project, it's going to be your name on the book. It's going to be your image, your, your brand, your reputation that this book either enhances or diminishes. So because of that, you're going to have a deeper emotional connection. You are going to be more invested in the quality of the book, in the outcome of it. So instead of worrying about whether you're doing this for the right or wrong reasons, whether you're doing this for just personal gratification or actually as a professional endeavor. Embrace the fact that it can be both. You can write a book that adds tremendous value to your industry or offers unique insights to your readers, while at the same time creating something that you're proud of. A book is a uniquely intimate creation it's there's there are few things like a book for us to invest ourselves emotionally even if it's a business book on career guidance or on I don't know on, on uh, statistical process control it doesn't matter the fact is that it's an act of creation and we want to make sure that it it's something that we really that we're, we're proud to, to share with the world. So don't be afraid that there is some, some ego there. There is. Admit it. Acknowledge it. And keep it in its proper place. Now, The second uh, most common fear that I hear is that authors are afraid that they're not up to the task, that, uh, that they don't know enough to write a book. And it's an understandable fear. Writing a book is, is daunting. Sitting down to write a blog post or to write a report or to put together uh, some, some copy for a sales brochure, those have expectations. You know, these are the parameters. This is how much you need to write. This is the point. It's, it's a fairly small project, so it's easy to see the beginning and the end. And you don't have to do a whole lot of, of deviation or creation. It's, it's pretty straightforward, right? This is the product we're selling. This is the summary of our findings. This is uh, how to do process A and, and B and C. A book, on the other hand, we expect to for a book to take us on a, on an emotional journey even ag- again, even if it's just a, a business book, we expect uh, for good business books that that we are engrossed in them that they capture our interest and our attention and and ideally our imagination the best business books I mean they're they're as good as, as reading, um, a narrative, nonfiction, or even a novel. But whenever you sit down and, and you stare at the, the blank page, it's pretty overwhelming. How in the world are you going to go from having nothing to having 200 or 300 pages of, of what? You're not even sure what all that, that's going to be in it. And whenever you start trying to get it out of your head uh, you, you just go blank in fact that's probably the the most common problem i hear with uh, with my authors is that they say derek whenever i sit down to write I, I, all these years of experience these decades that i've had of of professional insights and, and expertise and experience it all goes down the drain i can't remember any of it it's it's like we just freeze. That coupled with the just the the sheer volume of information that you believe has to go into a book, it paralyzes a lot of people. So let me give you a couple of of, of tips and, and tricks to help you mitigate that almost insurmountable challenge. So first don't worry about how long your book has to be. The book is going to be as, as long as it needs to be. Don't worry about that in the beginning. Two, don't worry about writing a perfect project, excuse me, a, a perfect creating a perfect product from the, the start. You can't sit down and just start writing. Uh, once upon a time, and then just write straight through to the end until you get they uh, until you get to they lived happily ever after. Nobody writes a book like that. A, writing a book. It's like learning how to drive a stick shift. I mean, you're going to lurch forward and slam on the brakes, and the car is going to stall out and die a couple of times. You're going to turn the engine over. You're going to flood the engine. You're going to, it's, it takes a while back and forth. It's this herky-jerky, oh. awful experience. So don't expect that it's just going to flow out of you smoothly and perfectly and that you're a, the, the muse is just going to channel straight through you get rid of that idea just focus on just getting the stuff out of your head and at least onto paper so whenever i start working with an author um, even if i'm i'm ghostwriting the 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 book for them and especially if i'm coaching them i tell them that they have to take uh, a notepad put it in their in their pocket or their purse have a pen handy and any time that they are going through the day and an idea flits through their head and they think oh well you know that'd be a good idea for the book or that might be an interesting fact for the book or i remember a story that might go well in the in the book use that notepad to capture that idea you don't have to write the whole thing in the notepad but just write enough so that whenever you get back to your desk and you sit down to write you can open up your notepad and say Let's see, so the time that Julia fell in the lake. Oh yeah, and then you write the time that Julia fell in the lake. So by by being ready to capture some of those uh, spontaneous or random ideas that float through your head, um, you'll be prepared whenever you sit down at the blank page to actually put something on there instead of... Just starting from from nothing, and write down everything—a fact, an idea, a story, a quote somebody said to you, anything that you think would even remotely go into the into the book. Uh, scratch it down on on your on your notepad. Now, if you are like a lot of my contemporaries, you're you know in love with your with your gadgets, and I mean, I I use a computer. It's not like I use a an old typewriter and a, and a hand crank phone. But I find that having the the notepad there, it is a tangible reminder that I'm supposed to be thinking about these things. I'm supposed to be capturing these ideas and i don't know about you i mean here i've got the latest iphone the latest update and the latest everything and i can still whip out a notepad and and jot down an idea a lot faster than i can unlock my iphone go to evernote find the right notebook make sure that it's uh, the right note within that notebook and then actually jot it down it's just a lot easier um but we could debate that uh Another time. The, the point being, just capture these things as, uh, as, you, as you're thinking about them. So that is how you get stuff um, internally. But you should also seek some external catalysts to help get some of these things out. So have conversations with your peers, with your old bosses and your old co-workers, with your old clients and, and customers. Reach out to uh, some journalists who are in your industry. Reach out to some thought leaders who are in the same space that you're in. Reach out to authors of of books that you've read uh, that one part really got you. Um... You know, real-time conversations face-to-face are ideal uh, Skype or a phone call are the next best thing but if nothing else just an email back and forth and those conversations will often spark something that you hadn't been thinking about before something that you weren't sure that you were comfortable with putting in the in the book If t- if it's appropriate and with their permission of course, you might also consider recording those conversations so that you can have them transcribed, because it's it's difficult in the heat of the moment, to you know to take notes quickly or to remember everything that was said, especially if uh, you find a like-minded person you start really geeking out on. Um, well, if, if you listen to the the. A show from um, a couple of a couple of weeks ago. Uh, Michelle De Filippo and I were geeking out about uh, fonts and, and typeface and an interior layout. And I could have talked to her for another hour, but that's because that's something that fascinates both of us. So w- whenever you find that person, it's going to be hard to remember everything that you talked about or all the the ideas, even if you're taking notes. So if it's appropriate. Um, just record the, the conversation and have it uh, have it transcribed so that you have that record. And you don't have to worry about taking notes and missing something while you're talking to them. Another idea, and I put this in, in my book, The Business Book Bible, you might consider finding someone to mentor. So a, a younger version of yourself, someone that's coming up in the, the industry, someone who is... Um, interested in 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 the topic and uh, do do a trade so you could mentor them and talk to them about you know all these things and they're going to ask questions like somebody from the outside would because they're they're brand new they don't know all the things that you know they're going to ask you questions that are are obvious to you but to a newcomer it's it's new information and again it's in those conversations record them um have them transcribed and let that be a wealth of information that you can use whenever you start going to to write your book. So again, the fear we're talking about here is that you're not is that you don't know enough to write a book. If you have done anything in the same vein or area or geography or or industry for for at least five years, I promise you know enough to write a book on it if you've been doing it for 10 or 15 or 20 years you know enough to probably write two or three books the fear is isn't that what well, do i know enough to write a book your excuse me the challenge isn't do i know enough to write a book the challenge is how do i get all of this out of my head and onto onto the page so to answer, to address the, the fear of whether or not you know enough. I promise you do. I promise you do. In fact, I've seen people who have been in an industry or, or a new technology or um, or a particular profession for only three years, and but because of their relative expertise, they knew enough to write a, a book, maybe a short book, um, maybe a book that would be obvious to veterans who'd been in those professions or those technologies for 10 or 15 or 20 years but those same veterans hadn't written a book yet so this person went out and wrote a book so do you know en- enough to write a book yes i promise i absolutely promise that you do so those are those are are not Trivial fears, the, the fear of, of, of ego, and especially the fear of, of worrying if you're up to the task. But the number one fear that authors express at just about every point in the process is they're worried about the book's reception. They worry that whenever they get it down on the page, it doesn't sound as good as it did in their head. They're afraid that they're going to write a book that nobody else wants to read. They're afraid that people are going to criticize their book or that people are going to tear their book to shreds whenever it comes out we are afraid of what people are going to think about our book I understand i I dealt with it whenever I was writing um the business book Bible I deal with it whenever I write other resource guides and some of the short how-tos. I worry about it whenever I ghostwrite uh, some chapters and send them to my authors for them to for them to look at. I worry about how people are going to judge my not just my my writing style. I'm pretty confident in my writing ability. What I am afraid of is is people judging the validity of my arguments or my or my points or dismissing them because I can't back them up or because I can't justify them. So here's, here's what I do for me and, again, for, for my authors. One is instead of focusing on the negative, instead of focusing on the potential critics and the detractors, I focus on the reader that I'm writing the book for. Whenever I think about that person, and I think about for for them the things that I'm I'm writing, it's like water to a, a person in, in the desert. And I know because whenever we've been on the phone, and I'm telling them just some of these little tidbits, they are. I don't want to say overjoyed. And that's that's a little uh, it's a little over the top, but they are they're hungry for the things that, that, that I've helped them with because this is such a big problem. And so I help coach them, you know, with this or with that, or give them a little bit of, of consulting on, on the publishing process. And for them, it's, it's like gold. So whenever I'm writing, I have that person in my mind, I'm writing to that person. And I know that they are going to welcome the the words that I, I put on the page because it's the it's the information, the advice that they've been looking for, that they've been needing. No matter what you write, you are always going to find people who criticize it, who think that it's not worth something, who think that it isn't backed up by enough evidence, they're going to dismiss it. You'll always find those people. Sometimes, um, you know, they, they have a point, but often I find that the loudest critics are those who are the most insecure about their own personal issues. The criticisms that they have about your book are really Masking the insecurities, the inadequacies that they have in their own profession. If you write a book, I promise, you're going to have people who are jealous that you've written a book and they haven't. Now, I'm not saying to dismiss someone's um, suggestion, someone's uh, criticism of of your of your book, but you want to go find people who are going to do it well-intentioned so before you you release your book you want to go get some some criticism some feedback that you're going to use to strengthen your book but you're not going to go to people um that don't have your best interests at heart you're going to go to a a mentor uh, um Uh, a peer, uh, a friend, a colleague, a loved one, your your significant other, who can give you honest feedback, because they want to see you succeed, and they want to make sure that you have all your bases covered whenever the book comes out. Whenever the book goes out, there will be people who, who criticize it. That will happen. But whenever you're writing the book, just forget about them. Don't worry about them. Focus on the people who need your book because they're the ones who are going to be buying it in the first place. The person who is going to criticize your book, they're probably not going to pick up the book in the first place. If they do, they're probably not going to read the whole thing. And even if they did, they're probably going to say the same thing that they would have said um, if they would have read a blog post or if they'd have attended a seminar, that it's not good enough, it's insufficient, it's they could do better, whatever. So the, the fear that we all have of worrying about what other people are going to think about our book, it's a valid fear, but it's something that we have to mitigate internally. It's something that we have to wrestle with in our own minds. And honestly, and I can tell you this from experience, from not only authoring my own works, but also ghostwriting and editing and coaching other writers and, um, and business authors, whenever their book comes out, those hosts of, of, uh, of critics and, and naysayers and detractors that they were prepared for, that they were so worried about, they didn't materialize. People are so worried about their own lives that they really don't have enough time to worry about yours there there were a couple of those, but they were their voices were drowned by the people who were clamoring for their book and for their insight and for their advice so this this fear that we have don't let it stop you from sharing your book with the world. The person who it needs your book, the the value that your book is going to bring to them far outweighs the criticism of the few people out there who are going to think that your book isn't good enough. So I know it sounds cliche, but focus on the good and ignore the bad. There are a lot of other fears that uh, that authors work with that they face, these internal demons, uh, these inner critics, these inner voices in, in our head. But ladies and gentlemen, if you're listening to this, then I promise you've invested enough energy to get to this point. And that energy comes from the fact that there is a book inside of you that needs to get out. So please, write your book. Don't worry about if it's going to come out perfect or not. Don't worry about how it's going to be received. Don't worry about all those things that can be taken care of later. But you can't solve all of those problems until you've at least written the rough draft in the first place. So I implore you, I support you, I admonish you, I whatever other synonym you want to throw in here, to say, go out there and write your book. So, like I said at the beginning of the episode, this is uh, the end of uh, of season one. I hope that you've got some great value out of listening to these episodes. I hope that it's helped to educate you on publishing and, and writing, to inspire you in your own endeavors and to help you in your quest to become a a business author. If you've found value, if all of those things are true for you, I would greatly appreciate you going to iTunes and giving us a a good review. also encourage you to find us on uh, social media. We're on Twitter, Facebook, LinkedIn, and, and Pinterest. Drop us a line, reach out, let us know how we've helped. Let us know what other episodes, what other topics... Uh, you'd like to to see in season two, and uh, until now and then, uh, get to writing, and I will see you in season two.